Welcome to Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, where we promote integration and collaboration. Whether you are just starting your practice or you are ready to push the profession forward, we aim to provide you all the tools necessary to form relationships and educate your community. After all, spines of all sizes deserve to be adjusted. Welcome to our podcast and thanks for listening. Hey guys, it's Dr. Katie here, and I just wanted to do a brief episode since we're talking about communication as a theme um, over these past couple weeks. I wanted to talk about, okay, well, you need to know how to communicate to your patient, but you also need to know how to communicate uh, to the people that are referring you patients. And we're going to dive in a little bit more in depth in uh, some future episodes Uh, But today, if you have a piece of paper, I do recommend that you write down these three things because these are the three things that I really recommend that you put in an introduction letter that you send to every person that refers you a patient, especially if uh, you are a DC receiving a referral from a DBM in particular. So when receiving a referral from a DVM, you have to recognize it as their patient and they're putting a lot of trust in you. And especially if you are in a referral state, they're actually putting their license on the line for you. Um, I know that as in the state of Texas, that is true. So you have to be mindful that and mindful and respectful that they're sticking their neck out for you and they believe in you and they trust in your services by sending that referral your way. So being respectful of that, you have to know that there are three huge things that many vets are afraid of when they send you a patient. Uh, Maybe it's misconceptions about your therapy, um, but there are the big three that you need to address when they send a new patient your way. So the very first thing is they're worried that you're going to do super long treatment plans. I am an evidence-based practitioner, evidence-based chiropractor myself. Um, you know, I loosely use that term, of course. I'm a mixer, if you will. I want to do what works best for my patient, and I want to do whatever I can do to get results the fastest. So, with that being said, if they have a certain condition, I want to treat that condition appropriately for what they have to get results the quickest. I don't want to see somebody in my office repetitively for the same thing over and over again. I don't like dragging out, uh, you know, when I was treating people, I don't like dragging out their treatment plans to 30 plus visits. I don't like seeing them three times a week. I would rather see them, you know, periodically for maintenance care than be fixing the same thing over and over again. Your vets that refer you patients, they want to know that you're going to do a trial of care to see if the treatment is effective. And if it is, you're going to taper off. And if it isn't, you're going to refer back. So no long-term treatment plans. You want to do what is effective and what is going to work the fastest for the patient. You don't want to drag things out. Again, we are here for a service. We're here to serve. We are not here to just collect money. The second thing they want to know is, are you going to work together with them? There's a lot of fear around not knowing what you do in the first place, especially if you're a chiropractor that's getting a referral from a vet. So it is important that you let them know, hey, I am going to send over my case notes. Um, If you do not take thorough records, start there. Start getting an EHR program. Start taking a thorough record and start by sending those over. In the state of Texas, it's actually required for me to send 
each and every note on each and every patient, each and every time to the veterinarian. So they get a lot of emails from me. Um, but even if you are in a state where they don't require that, I still recommend on eval visits or initial intake visits that you send your notes so they know what you're doing, know what you're finding, and uh, know that you want to work together with them. Uh, the third thing they really want to know, this is a very cutthroat industry. Unfortunately, um, human owners wait until there is a big, huge problem to be addressed. So when they seek out your care, many times a veterinarian may think that they're going to you instead of going to the vet's office. And that is a huge no-no, as we know, uh, ABCA and IBCA providers. It is definitely something you want to work together as a healthcare team instead of in place of uh, when taking care of a pet. So the biggest thing I need to address when I talk to a new vet is I am not stealing your patient. If anything else, I want to refer them back to you, to you for nail trims, for x-rays, for, you know, I don't even know what, what other services they may need. Uh, but whether it be well checks, uh, something small like a well check to something big, like, hey, they need blood work or an x-ray, I need to have someone to send them back to. I'm not stealing a patient. I'm only a referral specialty office, and I particularly only offer the adjustment. I believe that co-management gets the best results for patients, and I do recommend that you overly stress that when you are doing... Um, whether it be a lunch and learn event, um, initial call on the phone, or uh, you're sending a letter. I do recommend that you stress that probably the most. So communication is key, especially when you are trying to work together and get those referrals from veterinarians. You need to understand the big three hurdles they're going to have. Probably first is what the heck are you doing? And the other three are, do you do really long-winded treatment plans? Are you going to work together with me and send your case notes? And are you going to steal my patient? So just realize that everyone has their own agenda and they want to make sure not only is the patient protected, but also that they are protected and you have the better interest of their patient and their patient owner in mind. So I do recommend that those three things you have at the very forefront um, of your brain when you are going to be talking to these other providers and realize that you can't communicate your message unless you first uh, address what is, you know, at the top of their mind. Again, you have to recognize that selling something is a people business. You have to address their concerns before you get into the nitty gritty details. Please let me know how I can serve you, what else I can talk about, and please connect with me. If you like the message that I'm spreading today, that I'm sharing, uh, please uh, share it with another animal chiropractor in need because I want to make you guys more successful so that way you can see more patients. You can reach me on Instagram or Facebook at Making Strides for Animal Chiro. I do really recommend that you join the Facebook group as we do regular Zoom meetings uh, so that way we can clarify content and get engaged with each other. This is Dr. Katie. Thanks for joining me. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a great week in practice. I'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, Dr. Katie here. Thanks for listening. My intention behind starting this podcast was to build awareness and promote our amazing profession. If you like what we're doing here, please like, share, or leave a review. Help us to spread this movement so we all can begin to take steps towards change. Let's make strides for animal chiropractic.